you're listening to I Feel For You. I'm Dion, a creative coach, yoga, movement, meditation teacher and student, writer, DJ, podcaster, human being, polymath, doing our best. This is episode 44 and this week I'm giving you a bit of an update as to the inspiration for this particular episode. Um, It's been an eventful couple of weeks. Yeah, if you listened to the last episode where I'm talking about my dark night of the soul as a polymath with some comfort and some tips for those of you out there who might be moving through that too. This is kind of a part two to that. This is an episode that's talking about processing difficult emotions, particularly disappointment and how you can empower yourself to move through that, to actually get through that without bypassing. So doing it in real ways that work for you. That's the key. So we're going to dive in. I'm going to be talking a bit about anger as well, as you do, because I feel like we need to talk about anger more and showing up for ourselves. So I really hope this is a useful episode for you or maybe someone that you care about that could use a loving hug and some encouragement and some support. We'll take a little exercise later on in the show with a bit of breath work and also some visualization as well and hopefully some action on your part. So I hope you're up for that. No worries if you are not up for it. There's no pressure to participate, but just a heads up. And before we jump in, just an update for those of you that have been inquiring about my coaching offerings. I'm booking now for autumn. So late August, I've got a little bit of availability. So late August onwards. So feel free to get in touch if you're interested. If you're curious, just head over to my site, dion.space, to read about the kind of work that I do with people one-to-one. It's kind of very personal, I suppose. It's very individual tailored towards your unique self so bear that in mind and dive in to read about what some of my clients have said about the work that I do and also some information about what to expect and also just before we get into it if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast feel welcome to if you feel like it (laughs) you can find me wherever you listen to podcasts you can also leave me a review if you feel like it they're very much appreciated because it helps other like-minded people find the show i really appreciate you for being here for listening for spending time with me i really hope this episode will be useful thank you so much for being here let's get into the show What to do when disappointment strikes? It ain't over till it's over. Hello, my darlings. Greetings from the shadow of Mercury retrograde once again. What a coincidence, so many apps and platforms and air traffic control at Gatwick Airport and all sorts of things have been crashing, eh? And also coming to you slap bang from the middle of eclipse season. How's that going for you? So it's been a good time for reassessment and reevaluation and refinement. And in fact, it's always a good time for that. Who am I kidding? But as the planets cycle, as do we humans, and as there's a lot of significant planetary shifts, because there's a lot of planets in retrograde right now, and as that's happening, 
is a chance for us to be reminded of what truly matters. And I've had some realisations. Sometimes things need to crumble. Sometimes swiping off the blanket that coats some of our biggest fears needs to be dragged off. And it's felt like I've truly been dragged with it these weeks, to be honest. At other times, we need to coat ourselves in protective duvet and practice rest, which I know many of you struggle with too. So lately, it's felt like my life has been dancing through all of these parts, plus some joy and remembering thrown in. Thank you, Janelle Monet. again. I was lucky enough to go and see her. Thank you, Celia, for taking me and giving me life. Also, thanks to Stevie Wonder. I know, I can't believe it. In the same week, another friend took me to see him and he was like right in front of me in all his joy and splendour. Lionel Richie too. Shout out to my heroes. That was truly a bucket list moment. Um, thank you, Chantal, for taking me there. And... Actually, whilst we're on Stevie Wonder, it was a kind of equally sad and joyful experience. Were any of you there at Hyde Park? I'm not really into big gigs. I say that and Janelle was at Wembley. So here we are in a week of like a lot of energy in one space. Um, but I'm not really a big gig kind of person. I'm really into more intimate kind of spaces, a bit more cash. Um, and the vibe was a bit strange at Stevie. I don't know. I didn't feel so comfortable. And I know I didn't feel so safe at Stevie, to be honest. The vibe was a bit strange. Obviously not his, but yeah, it was a bit of a weird crowd, I'll be honest. I thought, you know, it's probably going to be an older crowd, which I'm into. Shout out to Alexander O'Neill, which is probably one of my favourite gigs ever in my life where all the old heads were getting down and you know I'm an old head <laughs> I'm vintage and I'm good with that by the way um so I thought it would be pretty chill but actually it wasn't feeling that safe and actually as I was leaving I got into an altercation with someone who went for me and in that moment like I, I've never had a physical fight in my life I've been close to it I was bullied pretty badly in my teenage years and um, stood up to the people that were bullying me but um, I've never had a physical fight um, you know I don't want to hurt anyone <laughs> I say that but you know what I mean like I'm not really into violence but actually in this situation this big old guy like went for me and something went off in me I don't know if it's to do with the energies of the moment but I just I really was ready I was ready to stand up for myself and protect myself if he was going to touch me um which luckily he didn't a load of people dragged him away but um it was a moment like uh, my friend Chantal we were talking about it and discussing this kind of this feeling the rage in me that had just been so fed up with all the microaggressions that day that it was like a hurricane was inside of me and I was just ready. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's whew, it's interesting. Anger. Um, and it's an emotion, I think, uh, anger, rage. It's not often really spoken about. And if it is, it tends to be with a bit of negativity. And I feel like all emotions 
are necessary depending on what's going on. It is healthy for us to feel our feelings. And quite often with anger, especially with women, um, often told to suppress it, to be good, to be, to just smile, to um, let it go over your head. And of course, there's a time and a place for that. But sometimes, sometimes we're called to stand up for ourselves, right? Um, I'm not advocating violence necessarily, but you know that... <laughs> In certain situations, I don't know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm thinking about that moment and how no one around was protecting me other than my friend that was with me and another black woman that happened to show up, but no one else um, had my back. And it was a very scary situation because it happened on the underground. So there was like no escape for me. Like I, I couldn't run. I couldn't get away and escape it. It was literally, he came for me and it was head on and it was quite frightening. Um, sorry, this went straight in, didn't it? This podcast. <laughs> but this is, you know, this has been my week and it's come in this time where there's just been such weird energy, like people telling me they love me and they hate me at the same time. I mean, this is kind of quite common, to be honest. This happens to me a lot. <laughs> People love me and then hate me in the same breath. It's weird. Um, do you have that? Anyone else out there? It's really odd. I don't know. Anyway, and yeah, so this altercation happened. And actually a few days later, actually yesterday, I'm recording this on Thursday and Wednesday, I was in London. I went to the exhibition Get Up, Stand Up Now, which is currently at Somerset House. Uh, go check it out if you're in London. I think it's on until, let me check for you. It's on until the 15th of September this year. So you've got some time. Big collection of black art, um, black creativity from the UK and beyond. Uh, so definitely worth checking it out, especially if you didn't see Soul of a Nation that was at the Tate Modern, was it a couple of years ago? I think 2017. Yeah, that was like a kind of black power exhibition and a lot of history about the black power movement in the UK and also um, mainly the States. But yeah. If you didn't get to that exhibition, you probably want to head to Somerset House if you get a chance. Um, so, yeah, I digress. Yeah, yesterday I was there and actually a similar thing happened on a train where a guy just went for me, just out of nowhere. And it's really frightening when this happens. You know, I'm brown, I'm a black woman, I'm quite short. Um, and these guys have been really big white guys. Um, I often, you know, when I go out each day, it's it's frightening these days you know especially there's a heightened energy where I don't necessarily feel safe because there's a long track record of many different microaggressions macroaggressions happening and so it's hard to find spaces safe spaces where I can just be me and breathe and just do general things and not have to think about being okay um yeah, this has gone off maybe, but I feel it's relevant. So we're talking about rage and anger and being attacked basically and what you do in those situations. And for me, yeah, I felt this hurricane of energy come up, this rage, feeling so fed up at having to swallow so much stuff all of the time. And I know I'm not alone in this. I feel like every single one of my black women friends is in this situation where it's just a barrage of incessant 
traumatic situations and that's how this week has felt for me like a lot of trauma a lot of like stuff coming to the surface and it makes a lot of sense that this is eclipse season which tends to be the case you know the shadows are unveiled things come out and we are asked to deal with the stuff that's on the plate or the unresolved things that might be floating around in ether and that might be stuff that has been cyclical in our lives that maybe we haven't resolved and I know that anger for me is a big one it's uh, something that I've always suppressed I've been taught to suppress it from from a young age and come adulthood I chose to stay meek to stay um palatable in a way like to allow I'm gonna swear but like allow bullshit not really allow it but like walk away as opposed to square up you know what I mean like I would stay quiet and quietly try and rise above it rise above it I think is the phrase because I feel like that's something that (laughs) has been almost a mantra in my life and um, there's definitely been the space that I've been operating from and yeah this week it was yeah like the end of my tether and then the first incident after Stevie Wonder happened just talking thankfully with my friend about it who was actually also traumatized from that whole experience of the gig and the, the kind of crowd at the gig not Stevie because you know Stevie is an absolute legend and I'm sending my love out to him because he announced there that he's going to be having surgery. He's having a kidney transplant. So, so much love to him. Um, And obviously it was kind of sad because you could tell he wasn't that well, but he still was obviously incredible. Um, So, yeah, there's like just a lot of energy that me and my friend were processing and that incident happened and it just... Yeah, it just reminds you of how much stuff you're carrying, how much stuff is put on you every day that you swallow and um, you don't rock the boat about because you're told you're not allowed to be angry because if you are, the first thing that comes out is you're an angry black woman, blah, blah, blah. It's extremely tiring. So that's been the week and... I'm talking about that because of this season where there's a lot of planetary shifts, literally, there's a lot of energy in the air. It's also coming to this sort of peak summer period. And as well as that, it's cancer season. If you're into astrology, cancer is a sign of feeling the feels, but the cancer sign can be quite, you know, if you push a cancer too far, they will like cut you off. Do you know what I mean? Like they will stand up for themselves. The crab that will just nip you. Um, I love cancers, so, you know. Uh, yeah, and also eclipse season. So we've got another eclipse coming up in a few days. I think it is. Let me check the date for you because good to be on alert. Hopefully I'll get this out to you in time. Yes, the next eclipse this summer is happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, July the 16th. So lunar eclipse on the full moon in Capricorn. Yes. <laughs> My Capricorn rising is quivering in the corner. Anyway, so (laughs) shout out to eclipse season. Nothing to be scared of. You know, these things like Mercury retrograde, which we're experiencing right now, along with other planets, 
Often there can be a lot of hype and a lot of fear around them, but truly I think that they're an opportunity for you to just, you know, get right in yourself, you know, come back to your centre, to um, nurture yourself, to be tender with yourself, to forgive yourself. And if we're talking about anger and rage and all of those feelings and emotions, no emotion or feeling is bad, you need to give it space, right, to process and to get that stuff out. So that leads me to what I wanted to talk to you about today. And I've been thinking a lot about disappointment, which is sort of following on from last the last episode. Um, so check that out if you feel like it. I was talking about my dark night of the soul as a polymath and offering some comfort, hopefully, to those of you out there who need it uh, that might be useful. That was episode 43. So feel free to go back in time, meet me there. Yeah, this week I just wanted to talk, I guess, about a particular feeling, disappointment, but we can apply it to other feelings too. And I was starting from the point of thinking about allowing, allowing emotion, allowing feeling. And what came to me was that very famous quote, what messes us up is our idea of how we think things should be. We all know that, right? When we are projecting and thinking about, I should be this way, I shouldn't be feeling this, blah, blah, blah. What we're doing is suppressing that feeling. Whereas if we let it move through and we process it, it enables us to grow and move forward. So yeah, let me tell you a story, a short one today because, you know, short-ish, you know me. (laughs) So early on this month, Shettle and I had one of our weekly meetings where we check in with what we're working on separately and together. And we look at how the week looks, we look at our workloads, time schedules, what we might need to help us with our goals and explore how we can help each other achieve those goals. And we often reflect on the smaller weekly stuff in relation to the bigger picture. So the dreams and the goals, etc., that we have for the next six months to year ahead. And P.S., while I'm talking about that, if it helps, I made a breakdown as to how I work with bigger picture goals plus a creative exercise. If you feel like playing and planning your next six months with me, I will link that for you in the show notes. So if you're interested, head over there, ifeelforyoupodcast.com. And this is episode number 44. So yeah, a couple of weeks ago, Shettle told me he wanted me to step back a little. He wanted me to step back from doing this podcast. Um, He wanted me to not send out the digest, which is my mail. If you're not on the list and you want to be, you can just head to dion.space forward slash digest. It's a love note with encouragement and inspiration for you guys. And specifically, he wanted me to step away from those two projects simply because they take up quite a big chunk of the week but I love to do them I love to do them for you and I also feel a kind of duty to do them which is I suppose that's the tension right the duty mostly comes from my need to be committed no matter the cost to show up and represent whatever happens you know I've given my word and I want to stay true to that and yeah life has a good way of reminding me you go and learn today and I'm referencing that infamous meme of the dolphin you know the one if you don't I'll link it for you in the show notes because it's great so yeah he told me he wanted me to take a break I ignored it because of the tension and the duty that I put on myself you know to do these things and then 
I had a setback, which knocked me sideways. I spoke about this in the last episode briefly, but yeah, I had a dark night of the soul and it winded me and wounded me and just seemed to come out of the blue and I was shook and it brought up so much grief and sadness and once again I became mute and things felt too overwhelming. Everything felt really difficult. Yet, at the same time, Digest Hands, which is the nickname that Shuttle gives me (laughs) with my urgent need to keep working through stuff no matter what. Digest Hands, it's like another alter ego, just like Ethel. If you don't know who Ethel is, uh, I'll link you to another podcast episode where you can meet her. Just head to the show notes. So Digest Hands was eager to keep going, even though I clearly had this big setback, this dark night of the soul. So (laughs) because I was being stubborn, thank you Capricorn Rising, So I recorded two more podcasts. I did that anyway. I planned two more. I prepared blog posts, digests and more. And, you know, like by prepare, I mean, like finish the damn things, babes. And like, honestly, spent days on wincingly morose details that really didn't matter if we get real about it. But that stubborn Capricorn rising in me would not let up. Also, my Virgo is in Mars and it jumped out. (laughs) Yeah, but the point of me sharing this with you is that although it's kind of heartbreaking sometimes when we have a vision perhaps or we try and create something and we put the work in and we work our asses off and even get through all of the obstacles thrown in our way and then at the final moment things fall apart or in my case things just did not feel right, things did not feel aligned, it can hurt bad. And I really want to insert Usher wailing here, but I digress. You can just imagine that. Back to the point. It can hurt to feel that your efforts have been in vain. And we might feel it after maybe time spent in a relationship that didn't work out. We might feel that kind of disappointment for a project that didn't go as planned or a dream that went a bit wonky or a day that we had high hopes for but it sucked or something that you feel that you've fallen off the wagon with and you're afraid to return to. Disappointment is a difficult emotion. At least I certainly feel it in my chest, my legs, my fingers, my ankles, my jaw, Lord, my jaw. In fact, I've planned a video to record of jaw release for you guys in case it's useful because I've been doing a lot of that lately, following these kind of furious, strange situations where there's been a very traumatic occurrence and it's really helped me with trauma processing. So I don't know, is that useful? Should I record it? Anyway, disappointment. I feel it. We feel it. Especially those of you sensitive souls out there, I see you and I feel you and you are my people, you know that. So what do we do with that disappointment? Well, you can do what you like, but here's what I do. So first off, processing. Taking time to feel that difficult and uncomfortable emotion. And for many of us, it's rooted in that dastardly aching feeling of not being enough. So I really recommend taking time to really map what's going on for you and to notice where it hurts. Notice the thoughts and remind yourself that you are not your thoughts. 
because you're observing your thoughts. But your thoughts are a helpful roadmap in helping you move forwards to process. So, processing. Very important part of the process. Literally, process. I should have thought of another word, but here we are. (laughs) Processing. Vital. Then, the next step is to find the stuff that helps you to work with that feeling. So, movement or stillness, for example, creative activities. And they might include, okay, here's a list of tools to process difficult feelings. Uh, Music, movement, stillness, as I said, role play, writing, voice work, breath work, fighting. (laughs) I had a really good chat with a friend of mine. He's really into jiu-jitsu and... I said to him, like, I want to fight. Like, I've just been having this really strong urge to, like, go back to kickboxing again. I used to do kickboxing when I was 18, um, just to, like, as a hobby, as, you know, just as a class and to protect myself if I needed it. And, yeah, I've been thinking a lot, like, kind of fantasizing about fighting sports just as a way to sort of channel this rage, but also to learn ways to protect myself. You know what I mean? Shout out to you, Jason, uh, my jiu-jitsu hero. He talks a lot about the art of um yeah being able to beat up your friends so that you don't need to beat anyone up in real life (laughs) can I say that Jason is that okay I don't know (laughs) but uh, I wouldn't beat up my friends but you know you get the gist like having a channel to put that energy um but also to learn to do this safely and realistically so yeah that was interesting anyway I've digressed so okay We've spoken about processing and ways that you can process. So it's important for you to find the way that feels good for you to process your feelings. So then next, and I think this is a really important one. I don't like to use the word important liberally (laughs) because I think it's overused these days. But I'd really like to remind you of the fact that this disappointment has not been in vain. I know. And it sucks that you feel that time or energy might have been wasted or feelings have been hurt or feelings are uncomfortable but this is all fabric for you to work with as you create something better or at least you create the potential for something better beyond the disappointment. So my friends please know that nothing is in vain that this is part of your growth and part of what makes you great and that you will rise and create and make and do things again. You will find something better, something even more brilliant that will taste so much sweeter after this disappointment. Trust me, Daddy, you really will. That new space might mean that you refine your project plan or you know what warning signs to look out for in someone's behaviour towards you and to learn what you do or don't stand for. It might mean that you learn to be more economical with your energy or, and actually I think this one applies to any situation where there's disappointment, it ain't over till it's over. Yes, Lenny. That song was my first foray into Mr. Kravitz. (sighs) Now I'm fantasizing about his Brazil dream retreat space. Anyway, have you seen that? If not, I've put it in the inspiration station, so I'll link you to it so you can check it out and salivate with me. So yeah. It ain't over till it's over, darling. Today is not over yet. The day ain't done. And thank you, speech the bell, the work ain't done either. 
you can turn any situation around. And I don't mean to ignore the difficult nuts, but rather chew on them. Mmm, salty. These nuts? Sorry, that was awful, but you know what I mean, right? So to those of you who might have got home late today, you're feeling whack and exhausted, or perhaps you're commuting to work, it's morning, you're tired and just over it, or perhaps you're in bed just too over it to move. I see you, and I'm holding your hand right now and telling you today is not over yet, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're feeling and processing right now. This is your time to pay attention and to hold space for yourself and to give yourself space to process and space to be, to recover, to lick your wounds, to wallow if you need it. And I always recommend that if only for five minutes, but let those feelings out. Then trust that you are armed with the goods. You have the tools, the juice, as Janelle Monet would say. You have the goods, you have that knowledge, you have the juice to give yourself what you need because that starts by listening, tuning in and listening, then responding. So let's try that, shall we? So if you feel like it, maybe take a couple of breaths with me, like nice full breaths if it's possible. Just breathe in. Anyway, but try and make the breath full. And just notice how you're breathing. Notice anywhere that feels tight, especially at the top of your inhale. The top of the inhale can be particularly useful to gather information about any tension that's present. Any tension that you get to release? All right, now, perhaps take your hands to your belly and as you inhale, just let your belly inflate. So start the inhale by filling up the belly and feel your hands separate. And as you exhale, let your belly soften. Just try that a couple of times, breathing in and out of your belly. And now take your hands to your ribs. Don't worry about where or if you're doing it right. Just have a sense of holding yourself. And now with your next inhale, try and direct that into your ribs. Like feel the broadening, the space as you inhale. And as you exhale, just feel the softness. Do you feel that? Try another time. Yeah, you're doing that. Now, as many times as you need, use that technique to reconnect with yourself. And if you need to pause this podcast and continue later, do so. Or if you're ready, just let your breath become natural and do what it wants. Let your hands relax and then ask yourself how you're feeling. And that may be a long ting or it might be hard to tune into it. 
And FYI, I'll put a link to a Wheel of Feelings chart in the show notes for those of you who find it challenging to identify your feelings. So if that feels difficult, I got you. It's okay. Don't feel bad about it. For some of us, especially if we haven't been allowed to or able to express our feelings as we've grown up, it can be harder to get clear. But I got you. So take the time that you need to do that. Identify what's there. And now, however you're feeling, let me tell you there is no shame in this house that you are entitled to feel your feelings, whatever they are, and that they're a tool for you to access healing. So I wonder if for the last part of this exercise that you can ask yourself what you need right now. It might be a glass of water, Maybe some time outside, a break, some time off, some social moments with good people, a chat with someone that you trust, some help. Identify it, name it, and say it to yourself if it feels safe to do so. Now. Your task, my friend, is to go and do that thing. Yeah, like right now. And then mail me to let me know that you did it. Details of how to get hold of me are in the show notes. If you prefer to reach me on Instagram, I'm trying to be on there. I've been taking a little break while I've been processing my trauma. (laughs) I laugh, but, you know, kind of crying, laughing. Um, I'm Dion, D-I-O-N-N-E on Instagram with seven underscores because I'm extra. But yeah, let me envelope you with encouragement. And if there's anything at all that I can do to support you, you let me know, okay? So remember, it's not over till it's over and you get to decide when that is. There is always space to turn things around in a way that doesn't bypass difficult emotions, but rather holds space for you to process and move forwards. And you can do this as many times as you need to, my friend. So here's to growth, to the lessons disappointments give us. And let's end on a quote from Rainer Maria Rilke. My German accent is terrible. So I hope I've pronounced that correctly. You know when you only read people's names or words and you've never really said them out loud? Yeah, that. Anyway, so a quote. Let everything happen to you. Beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. I'd love to hear what you think. So as I said, feel free to reach out. Let me know what you need. Let me know what you're doing for yourself. Let me know if there's anything I can do to support you. Let me know if you've got any comments or thoughts about this episode. Let me know if you've seen Stevie or Janelle recently. Let me know what you're working with right now. And that might be uncomfortable feelings or the feelings might be delicious and tasty. (laughs) Whatever it is, I'm here for you. I feel for you. Reach out anytime. You can also, as I said earlier, subscribe to my digest. You can find that on my website, dion.space. So head over there for everything, show notes, etc. This is episode 44. Wow, 44. Yeah, we're here. (laughs) 
and I'm going to be hosting our Brighton retreat. What is it? Our eighth? I can't remember now. Our eighth Brighton retreat, but very, very excited. I'm I'm kind of diving deep into the mode right now. And I love this period where I'm preparing and sequencing and just really digging into the themes for us to chew over. It's always a kind of magical experience teaching in these retreats because I see it as a two-way thing. You know, it's like a conversation between all of us. So it's like I can present something and it's never what I plan (laughs) but you know it's always interesting to plan I like to plan and then just throw it all out there I've spoken about this before and then just see what happens and just be in the moment with great people and there's such brilliant people joining us we are sold out now sorry um but not sorry because I'm really happy to spend this sacred time with such brilliant souls um I'm yeah you can probably tell I'm really excited to dive deep with these good people and I'm just yeah focusing my energy there for the next few weeks so I might take a little podcast break but I say, I don't know, Shettle asked me to take a break, as I said earlier, but I'm going to see, I'm going to like let myself (laughs) make a podcast if I feel it coming and if I think it might be useful. So we'll see. Maybe I'll see you next week. Maybe it might be a couple of weeks. Maybe it might be a bit longer, but I'll be back at some point. In the meantime, reach out, get in touch with me. Let me know what you want to talk about, what to chew over. And I am so grateful for your attention. I'm so grateful for your feedback on this podcast. I do this for you, so it means the world when it resonates. So if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes because this helps other like-minded good people find the podcast. Sadly, it really matters. So although (laughs) I really appreciate all your mails and messages, if you feel like writing a review, feel very welcome to. If you're busy and you don't want to, that's all good too. I still got love for you. Now I'm going to go and dance to Faith Evans and um, (laughs) get my life and uh, yeah, keep doing draw stuff. Maybe I'll film a video for you now. And yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. Speak to you soon.